Test, test. Are we live? Hey guys, welcome to Cryptic Files. I am your host, Justin Smith. Before listening, I'd like to give you a listener discretion, as this show contains descriptions of violence, murder, rape, conspiracies, scary urban legends, curses, and all of the above horror. You may be traumatized after listening to an episode, which may cause you to have nightmares and PTSD. If so, don't continue to listen. However, if you are a true cryptic and want to understand why the world is so disturbed, then join the adventure. You have been warned. everyone's night going yes i say night because it is cryptic midnight i would like to thank all of you for staying up for this creepy special episode and if you are listening to it during the day hopefully it will still give you chills as discussed on the social media platforms i wanted you all to order pizza turn off the lights light a few candles sit back with a blanket and prepare yourself for not one, but two horror stories. The first story I will discuss will be a popular urban legend that is based out of Fairfax, Virginia. Is everyone afraid of people dressed in animal costumes? What about a bunny costume? Who may be swinging a hatchet? Oh yeah, I said that. The Bunny Man urban legend. The second story of this episode is a tragic, horrific murder that took place in a Pizza Plus restaurant. You will be shocked on how long it took police to find the killer and the reason why he did it. I would buckle up for this episode. I mean, hold on to your blanket. You ready to open this file? Urban legends, myths, tales are what some may say true stories. It is a genre of what we call folklore. They are merely for entertainment purposes around a campfire when you're alone in the dark. These stories consist of troubling events, creatures, curses, haunted houses, or haunted objects. You name it. 
It is a subject matter that interests many people around the world. But are all of them true? Of course not. Is the one we are talking about tonight real? Many claims show that indeed it is true. How many of you have heard about the Bunny Man? Sounds silly, right? Harmless? Well, apparently not. You see, there are various sightings of this Bunny Man, and they are never friendly. Let's start from the beginning. This story goes back to 1904. Allegedly, he was an escaped inmate from an insane asylum while being moved to Lorton Prison. The asylum was being shut down, and the inmates needed to be transferred to the nearest institution. However, while transporting, the bus that the inmates were on crashed, leaving multiple killed except ten. Police found all but one. His name was Douglas J. Griffin. He was known for killing his family on Easter Sunday. While escaped, residents of the area started discovering bags of dead bunnies tied in trash bags. Additionally, a man was found murdered in a similar way. Police were on the search, and when they found Douglas, he ran in front of a train and died. There were reports that the police heard menacing laughter as they approached the tracks. The urban legend is told that the spirit of Douglas lurks under the bridge in Fairfax, Virginia, Colchester Road to be exact. The bridge is known for being a hotspot for teenagers. There are more claims that he has murdered two children for trespassing in the Clifton area, which is in Fairfax County. He hung the two children to rot on the bridge. In October of 1970, a couple was sitting in their vehicle around midnight on Guinea Road in Fairfax. They told police that there was a man dressed in a white suit with long bunny ears. He continued explaining that the bunny man was yelling at them, saying they were trespassing. After doing so, he threw a hatchet through the front car window. There was another report two weeks ago that he was near the same spot threatening a man that he would chop at his head. Present day, people still have unanswered questions to why this is even a thing. The motive is said that the bunny man was related to an elderly man who once owned the property and hated people who disobeyed. Is this all true? I have no damn clue. It's a pretty bizarre urban legend. I thought of a man dressed like a bunny with a hatchet sounds like a B-level horror film. Would I go to Fairfax and drive under that bridge? Of course. Would you, though? Alright folks, that first story was just a warm up. This story is legit true. 
I think more unsettling. Who likes pizza? I sure do. You know, it's something about pizza getting delivered to your house, right? Well, as a kid, I enjoyed going to pizza restaurants because they usually had an arcade section. One in particular was Pizza Plus. My hometown has always had a Pizza Plus from what I can remember, and it was always a joy going to eat there. Most of the times it would be after a season of Little League soccer or baseball. While waiting on our food to be served, the kids would beg to their parents for quarters, would rush towards the corner of the restaurant and start playing the games. I personally love the shooter games, and no, that doesn't make me a dangerous kid. Relax. But going back to Pizza Plus, this story takes place in a Pizza Plus. The story does not end well with the joy of eating hot cheesy pies and playing the House of the Dead with your bestie. It ends with murder. Shocking murder. It was morning on March 30th, 2009, at the Pizza Plus in Tazewell, Virginia. An employee was coming in to open the restaurant, do their daily routines before the day would begin, before customers would walk through the door and calls consistently coming through. What was discovered that morning was something that nobody would want to witness, especially at the beginning of a workday. What they found were the bodies of 52-year-old Harvey Looney and his wife, Valerie Looney, who was 48 years old. The two married couple managed the restaurant. Harvey was found dead just outside, right at the back door of the restaurant. His throat had been slashed, and Valerie's body was found in the kitchen of the restaurant. Her throat was cut as well, with her head severely damaged. After the discovery, the police arrived immediately. The crime scene was brutal. The detectives of the area arrived, and there were multiple things that they noticed right off the bat. The fire extinguisher was covered in blood and had been placed back onto its holder. They suggested that whoever had murdered the married couple used it for the violent act. They collected DNA from the fire extinguisher but was later resulted as undetermined. However, they had thoughts that whoever it was may have been familiar with the building. Harvey and Valerie weren't the only people who was considered family that worked at the restaurant. They had a son that worked there, Christopher Looney. Christopher Looney, who was in his late 20s at the time, was being interviewed about his parents' murder. Christopher lived with his parents at the time and once worked at the Pizza Plus. Police were shocked to realize Christopher's lack of emotion when finding out about his parents. He told police that, quote, they were probably going somewhere for their anniversary. Yes, they were both murdered on their 29th anniversary. He didn't give police enough information 
and had no clue who could have hurt them, or why. Months pass, and detectives found out that Christopher was receiving his parents' life insurance money, and it was a lot, as in $240,000. This led police into conducting another interview with Christopher, but once again fell short with no physical evidence to connect him to the crime. This case went cold. Detective Ann Hickman says someone hit Harvey Looney, knocked him to the ground, and killed him. The incident report says his attacker used a knife. It appears that whoever went in knew that they were not going to be recording on any kind of device. Valerie Looney was near her desk inside Pizza Plus. Someone hit and killed her too. She had defensive wounds, so she did try to ward off the attacker. The resulting death was almost immediate. The morning supervisor found both victims nine hours later, each surrounded by a pool of blood. When investigators arrived, the cash register was empty. The alarm never activated. On behalf of his staff in Claypool Hill, Pizza Plus owner Daniel Morrison declined comment for this report. He says they're still deeply saddened by the loonies' deaths. He's offering a $10,000 reward for information, leading to an arrest in this two-year-old murder case. It had been four years. Police never gave up on the possibility that Christopher knew something about the death of his parents. They once again interviewed him, but in a different way. I personally never heard of this method, but it is called the Reed method, or Reed technique. The Reed technique is a three-part interview that consists of fact, behavior, and the Reed non-step interrogation. They were able to find the answers they were looking for. Four years later, Christopher shocked the police. Shocked them. He began to explain what happened the night Harvey and Valerie died. It was just an accident, he said. It was late, the 29th, around 10.30 p.m., He had gone into a heated argument with them about money. In a shocking rage, Christopher snapped and darted toward his mother with a pocket knife and began to slit her throat. He saw his father come to rescue Valerie, but was attacked by his son. Christopher put Harvey in a chokehold, which led them to the back of the restaurant, then went back inside to finish his mother off with the fire extinguisher beating her face in. Police would notice that her head was nearly cut off from her body. After finishing the gruesome act to his mother, he finished his father off by cutting his neck. There were bank bags of money, and he left the Pizza Plus. Christopher threw away the knife and the gloves he wore leaving the family-run business in a pool of blood. Christopher preferred money rather than having his parents. This, this is just disturbing, guys. How could one do that? Christopher Looney pleaded no contest to two counts of capital murder robbery in the Tazewell County Circuit Court. 
He was dumped to two life sentences without the possibility of parole. There was a plea that excluded the death penalty due to the victim's family's request. It was said that 200 interviews were conducted, as well as 175 pieces of evidence were looked over in the span of four years in hopes to solve the case. There was a statement in the court saying how much Harvey loved his son and gave him everything he wanted. Harvey's sister said, She is still bothered by the thought of her brother lying in cold. Additionally, the family was upset over not being able to mourn the deaths at a funeral. Christopher had his parents cremated and has not told where the remains are. They continue to investigate the location of Harvey and Valerie. You know, the victims of these stories are who we should remember the most. Nobody deserves to be taken from this life like that, especially if they are innocent, good people. We have to remember people like this and appreciate life. Valerie was known for being a kind woman that enjoyed going to flea markets, reading books, and collect cat collectibles. Harvey was a man's man who enjoyed hunting and fishing. They both loved their son. Are you all feeling okay? Were you able to eat your pizza with ease? I tell you what, I won't look at bunnies the same ever again. I hope eating pizza won't remind you of this sad, disturbing story. We can't let that happen. This episode was a wild one for sure. I'm still new to this, so if you all have feedback for me, I'd love to hear it. Just email the podcast at crypticfilespodcast at gmail.com. Become a Facebook member at the Cryptic Files Podcast. And follow the Instagram page at Cryptic Files Podcast. With all three... You can give your thoughts on the episodes and the show in general. Additionally, if you would, give the show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. It helps the show out so much. I don't know why it does, but it gets me through the algorithm, which will show the podcast more in the charts. I'd appreciate it. I hope you all enjoy Cryptic Midnight. I may do this more often. 12 a.m. listening to horror stories really sets the mood, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. All right. Lastly, guys, watch your back. It's cryptic out there. Good night. You like that? Or is it too cringe? It's probably too cringe. I'm sorry. I won't do that again.
Let's create space for the matters.